Welcome to Consider Yourself Hugged. I'm Tammy. I'm Michelle. I'm Gracie. And a hug is a gesture intended to convey a sense of care and support, safety, intimacy, and affection. And even though we can't wrap our arms around you, we want you to consider yourself hugged. We're back. Part two, right? Did we give this a title? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think I gave it a title. Problems, solutions, and resources. I don't know. We'll figure it out. There will Sounds be a debate. title. Right. By the time by the time you're listening right now, there is a title. There's a title. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you working. didn't watch us last time or listen or whatever wherever it is that you consume our stuff, then be sure to do that. Because last time, um, Gracie is leading us in the next few last episode in the next few. And she presented us with this question of, you know, what are the hidden problems that you you don't even realize are holding you back? And maybe some solutions. And then she wanted to bring us this week and I'll turn it over to you to tell us what we're doing this week. So this week, I mean, because we can come up with, you know, grand ideas, you know, all the cheesy motivational posters that I love. (laughs) Actually, I do. I love them, but actually to um, talk about some, some resources. So I'm going to go ahead and start with some of mine And, and some of them are pretty like, okay, books. Yeah. Those are good resources or whatever. So I'm going to share some of my favorite authors. I have tons. I have, oh my gosh, I have so many favorite authors, but um, one of my most favorites in this, a lot of people will agree with that, Brene Brown. Oh, can you back up though? Maybe we should just quick refresh on the issues that you were kind of dealing oh, with. okay. So just, yep. you don't have to go through all of them, but just what they are. Oh, okay. So, ooh, so I'm thinking about one of the resources and how this applies. This is interesting. Okay. So, so my big thing was people pleaser and conflict avoidant and depression. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, the resources, Brene Brown, I, I just, I, yeah, you know, and so basically and you're going to, you're going to send me links, all the things yes, that you yeah, all talk yeah. about, okay. I'll list all these things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So with Brene Brown, another one, and I don't know, Tammy, I know I've mentioned him to you, but uh, Michelle, I don't know. And just in general, um, I have a colleague, he's a, he's an author, he's a speaker. He's absolutely fantastic. His name is Dave Rendell and he's written a couple books. One of them is called Freak Factor which makes us weird. The things that make us weird, make us wonderful. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And he is, and I'm going to get this wrong. I get this wrong all the time. He's like six, five or six, six. Wow. And his, his thing, he also wrote a book. He co-wrote a book with something called pink goldfish because his signature pink, look is P I N K. Yes. Pink. Okay. Cause his signature look is pink. So a six lot of times when five he's and pink in a pink suit okay. with pink frames okay. and pink the- shoes. <laughs> So he has the uh, experiences to back up this freak factor concept. Oh, he's being different. Yes. Yes. And the thing, I I mean, he's just, he is probably, and he has a couple of Ted talks or TEDx talks. So you can go ahead and look him up. Um, He's probably one of the most fun people I've ever seen present. But you're going to send me those Ted talks, right? Put in the show notes. You said I could go ahead. You said I could go ahead and and do that. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll do that. I'm going to be a non-people pleaser and say, Gracie, would you? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course you will, because you're a people pleaser. Uh, No, actually I'm doing this because it'll benefit others. Okay. Not in terms of I'm giving up of myself. It's like, I'm going to introduce you all to Dave. I I could mess with you all the time. I could say, okay, so it will please them to get this. Okay. Keep going. But here's, here's one of the things I really like about it. So I like the the content and everything else like that, but I also like, 
his energy type of, of deal. So, I mean, just in presenting, he's great. But the other thing is, is that he also has Freak Factor for Kids. So he wrote one, which is a great resource. So my kiddos school has, I didn't have it during pandemic, but Inspiration Day, where, you know, parents, Aww. relatives and stuff like that could come in one day out of the year, they set it aside and they do different talks about what they do for their job or whatever. And like, I would go in, there'd be like 50 parents there and all the kids could decide who they wanted to go see. It was really, really cool. Wow. So I had seen Dave talk and I had asked him, would you be willing, if possible, would you be willing to come in over video for this? If anybody would be interested, he said, absolutely. I said, well, how much do you charge? He said, oh no, I wouldn't charge anything for this. I'm like, oh, okay. And then he said, and just let me know if anybody, if any of the teachers are interested and they end up ordering any of the books for their classrooms, because mm -hmm. what he does is Freak Factor for Kids. If a, like a teacher or even a parent and he knows about it, is ordering books for like a group of kids, he'll take a Sharpie and he'll cross out kids and he'll put the child's name. So the books get delivered. Aww. Freak Factor for Dave, Freak Factor for Shauna Mae, Freak Factor. That is yeah. so nice. So that energy kind of infuses his, his writing as well. So oh, I, I can't wait to, I'm going to look at your links when you, when we get them. When, when I get them to, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, you, will. <laughs> you have a bit of time. So, yes. So that um, Melody Beattie, she's written tons of stuff on codependency. Absolutely love her stuff. And I don't know if I'm in the mirrored view or whatever. I don't know if you can. Uh, uh, maybe. Okay. Oh, cause you this have. Is, blurred background yeah i have the blurred background um so this is the the na the narcotics anonymous step workbook 12-step workbook after being an addictions counselor i have seen a gazillion 12-step workbooks and my drug of choice is alcohol so i'm not quite an na person this is an amazing resource the steps to probably translate yes right i mean it's wow it's the concepts yeah yeah, I mean, they're talking about drugs, but yeah, so I absolutely love that step workbook. So, you know, so there's our, those are some, you know, and anything by Hazelden for like 12 step type of stuff is awesome. So those yeah. are some like concrete resources, but also, you know, we've talked about therapy, we've talked about medication, we've talked about, you know, connecting. Um, and we've alluded to this before too, is volunteer work and not volunteering because I'm supposed to, but to be able to, you know, the whole helper effect and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, cause it really makes a difference. I mean, it help. it does, it does make your, it does make you feel better to volunteer right. and to help. And I think it's important not to volunteer is, oh, I feel better because their life sucks so bad. Right. You know, that's elitist, but in terms of I'm connecting with this human being, mm -hmm. you know, I'm making a difference. I'm, you know, stuff it's like that. 12. Practice these principles in all our affairs. Yes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so like some of the greatest things that I used to uh, do a anger management course, volunteer anger management course in a maximum security prison. And it was both scary. Oh, I remember. And, yeah. And also just because a lot of these, it was a women's prison. A lot of these women, and actually I used to do a court mandated anger management group as well outside of prison. Um, a lot of these people never were taught at all how to identify and deal with their anger and yeah. so to be able to get them to me what's you know so so giving back volunteering things like that you know all the holistic oh 
So like holistic wellness stuff. So, you know, the eating, the breathing, moving, sleeping, all that other stuff. One thing that has been amazing with my, to help with my depression is like the food trackers, like my fitness pal and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not to get fixated on the calories and everything else like that. But so I started paying attention. And so I'd be like, okay, I'm going to get ice cream for the third time today. Hmm. Is that, oh, is that bad? Um, it's usually not healthy now. (laughs) I am fasting sweets for the month of July, but, um, yeah. 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 So it was interesting because I initially did it because I wanted to lose weight. But then what I found was it actually allowed me to pinpoint my depression symptoms because I self-medicate with food. Now that I don't self-medicate with alcohol, I self-medicate with food. And so my could actually see that through your tracker. Yeah. 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 So that was a weird thing that was very helpful. And the last one is I love science fiction and fantasy. Ooh. Yes. So one of the reasons I think I love, especially fantasy is the weirdness is accepted. And the more off the normal you are, the more likely you are to be the hero. I That's mean, good. so what's your I favorite? Promise. What do you, do you read it? Rings. Do you watch it? Lord I read Rings. it. Lord of the Rings. I said, I read the Hobbit. My dad gave me, and that's the other thing is that that's one of the ways I connected with my dad is oh, he was big so sci-fi sweet. and stuff like that. Yeah. So he gave me the Hobbit in first grade for Christmas. Oh, that's and such a sweet memory and a, a current thing, you know, a connection. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so I'm like, Hey, if a Hobbit can save the world. <laughs> And so can you. So can I. Harry toes and all. Right. Yeah. So, so Harry yes, it was weird. That sounds the like a book title. <laughs> Harry toes and all. Doesn't it? Okay. So something personal. So I I have hairy toes. Oh God. <laughs> I do. I mean, not like Hobbit, to, but my sister, because my, <laughs> my sister and I didn't get and I didn't get along when we were growing up. She never even read the Hobbit. But she saw a picture of something. And so she called me a hobbit because of my hairy toes. <laughs> oh, it was very traumatic growing up. But now it's like, hey, do you remember even saying that to me? And she doesn't even remember. But I'm like, that's our connection now. <laughs> that was probably the subject of multiple sessions with your counselor, right? <laughs> Calling you a hobbit because you're hairy toes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Gosh, but it's But now it's fun and it's funny, yeah. you know? And so... I, I'm I'm pretty sure that my fitness pal and I'm pretty sure publishers are not saying, here's the answer to your depression. Here's the answer, you know, but also, you know, the whole, the people pleasing and, and the conflict. And, you know, sometimes no matter how much you don't want to address it, you have to, and that's a theme in so much of fantasy. I, I'm so happy that the universe like created a, like a story where a hobbit saved the world after you had that experience, like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. That is so awesome. It's pretty cool. Okay, pretty send cool. that, send that all that to me in writing so we don't forget to I put will. it in there. Like Harry Toes and all and Hobbit Saved the World and <laughs> you can too. Absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I mean, so they're not therapeutic, but they were for me. Well, but know? they are. Yeah. You know, and I remember Michelle when I was first teaching and it was so rough for me. You know, I was having regular panic attacks and I don't remember what the, what are the big teacher movies that came out eighties or nineties? I don't remember which it was, you know, this teacher saves the world. 
you know, like he, the kid got a pencil and a piece of paper and everything else came from the motivation of the teacher. And I kind of watched that stuff, you know, so those things that we watch really do make a difference because all that did was make me feel, you know, not adequate. So your connection with the sci-fi thing made you feel good, you know, and inspired. Yep. Yep. So those are my solutions. What do you all have? Oh, those are my resources. What do you all have? Am I next? Oh yeah, I figured. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I've mentioned several books as well, and I'll definitely send those in the, um, the show notes. I'm also a big Brene Brown fan. So I've read several of, of um, her books. I think for me, it really has been a lot about making sure I'm present in the moment and paying attention to how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. what I need, how I want to um, change something if it needs to be changed. I don't know if you remember Tammy, but in the, um, one of the labs at school when we were teaching uh, one of the other teachers who taught in the room between us I won't say yes. she had a poster and it was a picture of a baby in a diaper and it said if something stinks change it I don't remember that and so <laughs> I try to kind of instead of going with the status quo pay attention to is what's not working and instead of like attacking you know instead of just complaining about it looking at it from the perspective of how can I change this to where it's gonna work better Mm -hmm. different or be more productive and so you have a very analytical mind too I mean you're a chemist you're a I mean, I know you're, you're a nurse practitioner now, if you're listening and don't know that you're probably thinking, why, why do you have a chemist as your <laughs> chemistry <laughs> teacher for a lot of years, but you know, your mind really has that great, that really great combination of the analytical and the compassionate. So you may also remember the teacher also had a sign that said <laughs> mathematicians have problems, chemists have solutions. Do you remember that sign? I don't I remember know. anything. I'm not even sure I taught there. I mean, (laughs) nope, don't remember it. Well, but to be fair, you were always in that lab. I was always in the, the actual like biology lab next door. That is absolutely true. So you probably were not in there. Hardly ever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, But just kind of along that same vein, I think for me, it really is using the resources helpful at the time, obviously therapy exercise is really important for me because it really does reset a lot of things for me. Yeah. And as far as like other resources and tools, we've talked about this before, having a really good supportive network. Yeah. Yep. And having a group of people um, who are, are like-minded and believe in changing the world and believe that, that, yeah. what you do the difference and that new adventures can happen every day all of those things matters I think when it comes to overall mental health and perspective and what you're talking about too is very empowering 
So it's not, you know, things are awful and there's nothing I can do. Mm -hmm. Okay. What can I change? Yeah. That's so, I'm so inspired by you too. I don't know. It's your turn now. Inspire us. Okay. So I was thinking, well, in light of the negativity, but there's really more than that. And so two of my favorite podcasts, I mean, I have a, a lot of just random ones I listen to, but one is called Hidden Brain. And I just want to tell you one thing I heard today. So there's a two-part series I'm listening to on finding serenity. And the researcher they're interviewing um, has spent his career looking at the brain and how we we perceive things on two levels, objectively and subjectively. So he's looking at like the external like brain waves and what happens when things are happening, but then also um, how people see it and feel about it. So he, he tells, he goes to India and he meets the Dalai Lama and he's hoping to, to work with these meditation gurus and hook up the electrodes to see what's happening when they're compassionate. And they're like, mm, no, because they were afraid something would go in as opposed to the electrician yeah. being, being measured. So then they decided to come back to the Western world, come back to the U S and find meditation experts here and do a demonstration. So he's the researcher sits with his assistant. He gets all the electrodes hooked up and they presented to 200 monks. And so the monks started laughing. And so they thought the researchers thought that they were laughing because the guy looked ridiculous and they'd never seen that before, but it wasn't that they found out later that they were laughing because they couldn't believe that they were putting electrodes on their head when trying to measure compassion, when they should have put it on their heart. And I was like, oh my gosh, I like stopped right then and put it in my notes. So I just share that with you just because that when, when I'm looking, I specifically looked for that because I'm doing a session for a school in August about positive attitude, but you can glean so many things, little, little things, big things. So I love that one hidden brain. And then I love crime junkie. So if I just want to zone out and although I don't like the ones that don't have endings, I won't listen to those. There has to be a resolution. So if it's like missing, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of that. So those are, oh, and then do y'all know the other one I'm going to say? Cause we've said it two or three times already podcast, the wiser it's, than me. Yes. Yeah. The Julia Louis-Dreyfus wiser than me. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so good. Um, the Bible app. So I have the Bible app on my phone, which allows me to walk and listen, but also I will look for, um, there are like five day devotionals, 20 day devotionals, and I can find the topic I'm looking for and go right to that. And, and it's like doing these mini self-help sessions. Um, let's see books The Well, I'm going to go ahead and put that one, the, um, a new psychology for women. And then there's a book I love. I talk about it all the time on webinars called self-esteem. It's a little bit long and it's a little bit detailed and it has a lot of pretty deep exercises exercises, but it really, that one helps a lot. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. I'll come back to that. Um, my, my favorite like books and authors to just, I love historical fiction. And I was trying to think Chris or uh, Gracie, I was like, you know, why you like sci-fi, but I don't really know why I like historical fiction so much. Hmm. So I'm going to think about it, but I love it. 
Um, because that's a very specific genre. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. I love it a lot. Kristen Hanna is my favorite author. All right. Have you all seen Firefly Lane? No. Yeah. Oh, no. So Kristen Hanna wrote this book. I just got the book on audio because I didn't really know about it. I've read several of her books, but it's a Netflix series. Big old chick flick tearjerker, but I cried and laughed the whole time. It has Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk, and it goes from the 70s to, so these girls meet when they're teenagers. So you have three time periods and it goes back and forth when they're like 14, when they're in their 20s, and when, then when they're in their 40s and even beyond. About when you talk about relationships and friendship, I know it's fiction, Yeah, but it was so good. So I also put then, because you guys taught me this, the importance of your network and knowing who to go to for different things. I'm going to go to my husband, Tim, for different things than I will my three children, Jamie, Lindsay, and Michael, than I will with you, than I will with another group, group of women friends that I have. And even in with these groups, there's different things to, to get advice for, um, for different things and the last thing that i put well i did put scripting to have conversations to keep that positivity and reframing we talked about Mm -hmm. that and the last thing i put was being open to being wrong and that's like a, a a pretty big you know just being open to being wrong so that i can begin to do better at accepting you know feedback and and growing and just being more positive so those are mine. That's a big one. Yeah. And I love the paradox too about being open, being wrong is actually empowering as well. Yeah. It is. Because now we can look at our opportunities to learn, grow and and all that other stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And and I don't always have to be the best. I can step back like yesterday and be thrilled that someone else can shine while I just step back and just like right. my heart was full, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was that was a big deal. Nice. Yeah. And y'all are helping me through, through so much of this and counseling and medication and all those other things that you all said too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very cool. Nice. Oh, so is it, I, I don't know if this is appropriate. Can I give our listeners some homework? Oh, please do. Yes. Okay. Listeners. Oh, Gracie's taking us to a whole new level here. Okay. And she's doing a dance. So if you're not, I am doing it. You need to go watch her do a dance. Exactly. So this is this when I was talking about doing therapeutic coaching. This is the assignment I give my my therapeutic coaching clients. Okay. So I want you to go ahead and think of all the stuff that you got out of this this episode, the previous episode, whatever it is. And I want you to think of a realistic, realistic, y'all heard that realistic goal that you think you can accomplish in the next 30 days based on this information. In the next 30 days? In the next 30 days. Yes. Okay. So nothing world changing probably. Okay. Three days. Why don't you think of one or two tasks you can start to focus on overachievers, not 37, just one or two tasks. You can have the 37 in waiting one or two tasks that you're going to focus on to start to change and then find an accountability person, which let them know if they're accountable, let them know that they're your accountability person. Don't assume they know. And, and that's what I want you to do. I want you to write it down. And for the next 30 days, I want you to focus on this and then, hey, these are the changes that I made. What worked? What didn't? How does this benefit me? 
you've just started multiple processes in your brain to do this. And you're starting to build your village. You're starting to look at options. You're starting to get out of the problem, all that other stuff. So go tasks, accountability person. Here's your homework. And you know what I was thinking? Could we put that in like a, a yes, we journal can. sheet form for them? And we'll put it in the show notes. Something they can download and print out and then use it if they want to do it that way. Yes. We could also like post it on the Facebook page to see if people are willing to share. Oh, oh that's a great idea. Okay. That would be cool. Yeah. Perfect. Nice. I love it. Yay. I feel like these were two really different episodes. It was just like, we were just like brainstorming. Just, I think, I hope is, is that what you envisioned? It was actually, yes. I yes. love it. Great. So it worked. Yeah, it was great. That's great. Okay. Well, do we have, let me, let me look at my list. Y'all look at yours. Did, do we have everything? Did we, was there anything else, Gracie, you wanted to, to share? I like this, especially if people take the information and they start to apply it and they share it with, with us, whether it's on the Facebook page or whatever. Yes. Yeah, and sharing like your this. ideas too, because there's three of us and there's tens of you. No, I'm just joking. Not tens. I hope that there's thousands because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I told you, I keep meeting these people that say, oh my gosh, we listen and, you know, listen to your podcast and read the things every single week. And I'm saying, please, you know, let us know that right. and yeah, share your ideas. So yes, yeah, so Michelle, that's a great idea, just yeah. both for people that are doing it, but also to continue to spread the word and make those connections. Yeah. I so love people to watch your be... hand movements. <laughs> Somebody actually bet me one time that I wouldn't be able to go a full hour talking without moving my hands. I'd even take the bet. I can't. Oh. I can't. No. There's no way. No. No, way. <laughs> no that wouldn't work at all. <laughs> Although sometimes I sit on my hands here in my office because I have a heating pad. Tim keeps it cold in oh. here. And so I have a heating pad. It's my happy place. That's yeah, I, I, it helps if you hold something in your hand. I don't move them as much if I'm holding something, yeah. but still, no. When people ask me, do you want a lapel mic or a hand? I always take the lapel because I have whacked myself <laughs> on the face. <laughs> Knocked your tooth out. like. And I, I can also see you being like, and then I just... And then I was your way I get you to open the mic to your mouth and not to your mouth. And yep. We yes, have to yes. we have to speak together again, Gracie. It's been way too oh, long. I know. It's been yeah. way too long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all are all awesome. good. This is exciting. Yeah. I'm good too. So think about your next two, girl. I already have some ideas. Yes. Ooh, I can't wait. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, then are we good? Anybody have anything else? Nope. No, I'm excited about that Consider Yourself Hug Challenge that we are putting out there. Oh, we're calling it a Consider Yourself Ooh. Hug Challenge. Nice. This is getting nice. good. Okay, good. well then to access that Consider Yourself Hug Challenge, make sure that you go to, we'll put it on the show notes page. We'll put it in the, the Facebook group. Um, are we doing it just, are we doing it in the, the women's? Whatever you like. Hug, a place for women. Maybe definitely there. Yeah, and I'll put it on my professional page too, and y'all can share it wherever you want to, even me on LinkedIn or wherever. We'll just share it. So okay, so to boost it up, and Tammy, I'm volunteering you for something. I apologize, and if you don't want to participate, so I'm thinking the first person that shares, the fiftieth person that shares, and the hundredth person that shares gets a prize. I would be willing to get Dave to donate some of his books. 
for that. What about my books too? And that's what I was about to volunteer you for. Would you be willing to donate some of your books as prizes? Of course. Yes. Okay. So first 50th and a hundredth and a hundred that shares. Okay. All right. This is big time. Y'all are homework challenge prizes. All right. I love it. Me too. Okay. Well then go do all the things and keep liking, keep sharing, keep doing all the things that Gracie and Michelle just gave you for homework. And if you're not a part of our women's group, go join that. The link is in the show notes. And, you know, it really does help when you do subscribe and download and comment and all of those things just really help grow our community. So please, please do that. Let us know you're here. Let us know your ideas. And then last time we felt like we did a really good job of this. Um, So we're going to I think you both thought it was the best yet, but I feel like we say that every time and it's really the same. But anyway, I think it's awesome no matter how we do it. Ready? Yep. And until we're together next time, consider consider yourself hugged. hugged. (laughs) That was good. That was truly good.